So traditionally, this would mark the end of the Christmas season. You know, so maybe some of you still have some decorations up in your house, as would be fitting. And so today would be the day we take down our trees and our nativity sets, you know. But there's a little liturgical discrepancy of when ordinary time starts. and then. But this is actually 40 days from the birth of Jesus. And so that's what the prayer said, on this day, these things happened. Because we know when we celebrate liturgy, we are entering into God's time. This mystery of entering into the reality of the mysteries that we are celebrating. And so the law said, 40 days, the firstborn male was presented. And also this, this day is known as the purification of Mary. Because the mother also was brought to the temple to be purified. 40 days after the son, or 80 days after the daughter. So these Mary and, and Jesus, we celebrate today in a very particular way. And as we process them with candles, we heard what Simeon said, that Christ came as a light to the nations. The nations are those non-Jews. And so that the light of Christ shines forth beyond the Jews, beyond Judaism, to everyone in the world. And about 500 years or so before the birth of Jesus, the temple had been destroyed. And in that moment, Ezekiel tells us that the glory cloud, the Shekinah glory cloud that used to hover over the Ark of the Covenant as testament to the presence of God in the temple. When the temple was destroyed in 500 or so, the glory cloud left. And even though they had rebuilt the temple, the glory cloud had not, revealed, had not returned. So there was an absence of the true presence of God in the temple. And so this is what we celebrate today. That Jesus, who is God, enters into the temple. And so that, that presence of God and his people is reestablished. You know, in November 22nd, I believe, we celebrate the presentation of Our Lady in the temple And tradition tells us it was that moment that she was consecrated as a virgin to the Lord, and she lived amongst the temple priests. And so tradition tells us that Simeon was one of those priests that cared for our Blessed Mother when she was a young child. And he knew that she was a consecrated virgin. And so the reason he was able to so quickly praise God and give this great proclamation It's because he knew the prophecy that the virgin would bear a son. And here he sees this virgin bearing a son. So he knows that this is the fulfillment. This is what he's been waiting for. And he says with such profoundness, he's ready to die. Now that he has seen God, now that he has held God, there's nothing else in the world that he could ever desire. He said, now your servant, let me go. My eyes have seen the salvation. We pray for that same devotion. That we don't just hold him in our arms, but we get to receive him into our bodies. That we will be completely satisfied and desire nothing else in this world but the Lord. And this is what makes us become the light to the nations. Because that's our charge, that's our commission, is that what we do here impacts what we do out there. And just as the light grew, as we shared the light one to another in the narthex, 
the light of Christ should be growing in the world as we share him with everyone that we meet. In the opening prayer, we prayed that just as Jesus was presented, may we be presented as well. When we set our hearts firmly on Jesus being enough, when we live lives of light and joy and peace to the world, we can be confident that just as Mary presented Jesus in the temple, she will present us to her son in heaven. May it be so for each one of us.